0: Uh, we watched, uh, the... Fuck, Wondering Witch, The Journey of Elena, episodes 1, 4, That's and right. 9. <laughs> Listen, I can the be- The fuck, I... <laughs> Wondering <laughs> <Yeah>. Witch. <laughs> I fuck up the <sighs> title every time I say it, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start off. What do you guys think I think of this show?
1: Mm-hmm. Um... Hmm. I think, I think you'd like it. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with. I think you'd like it.
2: I think you adore it. I think it's probably really high up there. Maybe not top ten, but I think it's up there, like maybe eleven.
1: Um. So Gigi, this (laughs) is what I was talking about. So like, it's yeah. If you if if you press me, I I would say maybe like top twenty. Interesting.
0: Uh, I oh. gave it oh like a uh, uh, six out of ten. It's like a little bit above average. Mm. I don't really yeah, love
1: it. That sounds about right. It's
0: uh, yeah, it's definitely not high up for me. I thought it was
1: okay. It's here's the thing. Here's <laughs> uh-huh. the thing that I want to I want to draw like immediately draw a direct comparison. Kind of uh-huh. is that it's kind of like Violet Evergarden, but the reason Violet Evergarden is better than this mm-hmm. is because Violet Evergarden has an actual point to Violet being in the scenes that she's in, in the episodes that she's in. Yes. And it's not just oh, she's stumbling in on this story like the story has a point and it has a point personally for her whereas this, it's just like okay. oh, this girl's, now she's in this story, so- now she's in this story and like it might come to an actual point but I didn't feel any sort of through line at all yeah. so do
0: you want to hear the funny thing uh is mm-hmm. i 100 disagree and i think one of the charming parts of the show is that she's just stumbling into these stories i have to agree because okay. Okay. I- she is Here's a traveling she's a traveling witch and the whole point is she is going around our main character is going around writing things down for a journal writing down Things she she sees and observes in these different countries, but they're not her stories. You're seeing other people's stories through her, and I actually like
1: that part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. my 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 only thing with that is like that is good, mm-hmm. but it's never going to be as good as if the stories mean something okay, yeah. to I the character I as that. well. Like you if you're going with a story like this, like okay, uh, there is no. Through line with all the stories. They're not connected in any sort of way. She's not even the connecting tissue between stories. It is literally just this episode someone's writing a story and she's dropping in just to witness it or help in some way, but it is Mm -hmm. their story. It's like, that is good. That is fine, but you're only going to get to a certain degree of, you know, goodness before it's like at its maximum possible level. Um, and and after that it's like, well, you're doing all you can with the story framework you've set up. Like yeah. there's not really much you can do to develop this story because you've set it up that it's not about the story, it's about the individual stories of these other characters. And I who, guess my argument uh, with that off.
0: would be that the the main story of Elena isn't really much of a story. It's more of a character story, it's more of her so the development of the story yeah. isn't, isn't like, here is her story. The development is her character development while witnessing these other stories. Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah. Because the entire- f- that they did do a great job at it, though. <laughs> well, I think they did a good job. I don't know. I love- I don't. <laughs> I love the first uh, three episodes of this anime a lot. And then I like episode four. And then after that, it was like, oh, this is just getting progressively worse. And- Yeah. There were only a
2: couple things that I, but, uh What were you saying, dear? Sorry. I was gonna say that I, the entire first episode is literally just like, hey, she's writing a journal and experiencing the world. And that literally sets it for the entire show. So yes. I don't yeah. think it's an issue for how it's set up. And I know you might not enjoy that so much, Gam, but I think it's fine. In all honesty. I
1: Well, okay. I enjoy it, but I don't Mm -hmm. enjoy it as like, this is a, a good show with something to talk about or something that's going to stick with me. This is like, this is like the anime equivalent, like this style of story is like the anime equivalent of going and watching like a Transformers movie. It's like, there's nothing really to this. And like, it's good in a certain way. It's technically beautiful. It is, I would argue, overproduced in some areas. Um, but it's like, it's. It knows what it is, and it isn't trying to be anything really yeah. deep and profound, and like, that's okay. But also, it's like, to me personally, that means it's not going to really be something I like that much, or think about that much, like, I'm probably gonna forget this anime in a few weeks, because it's I like, think... that. there's nothing that sticks to me in this, it's just like there's an interest, like, if anything I might remember the individual stories, right. and like, things that happened in them, but I'm not gonna remember what anime was that from, it'll probably be like a few years down the line what was the anime with that giant Godzilla and the, the amnesia uh, I don't remember um,
0: yeah, I... but anyway um... I think they tried to get deep with it in the wrong ways. And I think that is how it failed. Um, I loved Like I said, I loved like the first three episodes. Episode one's my favorite episode. I loved episode one. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I like this like dynamic. I like the fact that, uh, you know, she was like, her parents were basically like, she needs to be taught a lesson because right now, like she tries too hard and she's too full of herself and blah, blah, blah whatever. Um, i after watching, I do kind of wish I did episode three, like I said, I was debating between three and four for a long time. um, but I really like episode so episode three is a the first couple episodes are set up like first half is a story, second half is a story, right? So it's like two stories per episode yep. uh the in the first episode it's or the second episode, sorry, it's like a normal what you would expect. Here's a witch traveling, and it's like nothing really bad happens. It's just kind of like there's, like, some kind of little dilemma or whatever, and it's, like, exactly what you expect. And then episode two hits, and, like, the first story of it, uh, or, like, the second, sa- yeah, episode two. The first the first story of episode two is, like, um, Elena's, like, traveling, and she sees, like, a girl in a flower field, so she stops, and she gets, like, a bouquet from her. And when she goes to the next town, somebody recognizes the bouquet, and he's like, my sister, who's, like, lost or whatever, like, there was something about it. Like, she tied a, a a cloth around it or something. And he was like, oh, that's hers. <laughs> and you find out, basically, like, the flower field is, like, it's, like, these cursed flowers that, like, draw people to them so they can, like, essentially, it essentially, like, steals, like, their life from them or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the episode ends, like, they throw the fucking flowers into a thing to burn them, but because it gets in the air, it affects everybody in the town. And Elaine is just kind of, like, on her way. Like and i have that's that's the point where i was like oh okay so this isn't like it it leaves stories open ended so that you can kind of think about what happens after but it's not elena's story she's witnessing this from the outside i think that's really cool i yeah. thought the idea of having a story like this where the main character is not like i have to go save the day was like really refreshing mm-hmm. i was like okay
2: I, really I did enjoy I the fact that she, like, did not up. give a fuck, honestly. Yeah. Like, she was just yeah. along for the ride, just like, I am here to experience the world yeah. and anything else to fuck off, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, it was fun. And
1: that's, that's the thing, like... That was what made it so good, because the episodes weren't about, oh no, she's got this moral quandary, will she help this person mm-hmm. out, will she not, like, and, like, they use the story to grow her character. Yes. Like, no, yes. it's just the story's happening, and she's here to witness it, and maybe be part of it, but, like, they don't take, like, five minutes of an episode to be, like, show us her yeah. internal struggle of, like, They're- oh, but if I help this person, they'll kill this per like, it's just, no, it's not about her at all.
2: As as someone who really hates, like, fate and, and shit like that, and being, like, the one chosen one sort of thing, like, her not... Because th- th- this sort of shit probably would happen even without her there sort of thing, right? Yes. Like, it, yeah, would. It, that's it does why, not yeah, that's matter. So she's just the camera along for the ride, and she's growing as a person, mm-hmm. e- experiencing the thing she is. In the last episode she watched, she literally has like a breakdown because of it. And I think I think it's great. I mean, I can understand how it drags on, yeah. but we also only watched three episodes, so I get it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that that that's the thing to me. It's like, that breakdown, that sort of like decision she makes at the end of the final episode is, like, it it ends up, like, not affecting the story really at all and it's not really a growth moment for her. It's more just now that she's witnessed this story that's happened, this is how she's exiting the story and this is why she's exiting the story. Like, this is, like, because it's affected her so much. Yes. I can almost guarantee the very next episode she is back to normal. and, Mm -hmm. And it's, like, there's no, like, oh, now we're seeing her get over what happened in the previous episode as she goes into this new story. It is 99%, I'm going to assume, she's just back to normal, and it's like, okay, we're we're at a new story now.
0: Yeah, I think part of the the issue with that is that um, each episode, there's, like, months in between. Like, they're not Mm back-to-back. So it's like, in the next episode, it is,
1: but yeah. Because it is just a serialized, like, here is this... It is essentially a format where you can go... Like you don't need you don't really need an overarching story writer to come in and be like, hey, uh, you need to write this in your story, you need to do this because we're doing this with the character, and like this is the through Marie. line for this series, you need to yes. include these pull-out elements mm-hmm. in this character. It is literally just like, hey, do you want to write a story in this sort of vein? Here are the elements of the world, here's the framework of the character, this is your camera, write whatever you yeah. want. Yes. Like obviously within limits, but the, the there is way more freedom to just get a uh, a fresh writer in to write an individual episode, you don't have to edit it much and take out bits to put in like story connectors and, right. and season. Mm-hmm. Arts there and are shit. it is things it is that do serialized. connect in the
0: series. Yeah, there are moments that connect. There are moments. Um, my, I guess my but... thing
1: is like if if they the more they depend on those things and like bring mm-hmm. those up. The worse the series is going to be, because like, yeah, it, it's trying to be more serialized, but it, if it's also trying mm-hmm. to do season arcs in a storyline in some way, it's going to be worse off in both. Because if you if you're like, okay, we're doing just serialized, then it's like, okay, you can go really strong with that, cool. But if you're like, okay, but we're also doing some serialized stuff, it's like, okay, now you're having to take away parts of episodes in order to uh, register with like your series arc that you're going with. So you weaken individual episodes, even just slightly, in order to, to build up to a, a season episode. And it's like, if you try and do both at the same time, then it's very, very hard to make it very good. And I don't think this series is capable of doing yeah. that. I think, See, like, from the episodes we saw, it's purely uh-huh. serialized, and I'm like, if that's all this is, cool, that's good. If it's like, okay, the episodes spooky skipped, or, like, episodes in the future have, like, uh, suddenly, actually, this person from this story comes back, or, oh, well, you learnt this lesson from this story, and it's gonna come back in this, and it's like, okay, now you've weakened those individual stories, and you've tried to shove in a season arc in a serialized uh, story that hasn't actually been properly building to any sort of season arc, yeah. which means it like it's it's like okay, I'm I'm I, my weight limit is 50, 50 kilograms, so I'm gonna pick up this fifth this uh this this forty kilogram weight, and it's like, but also I could put this extra like twenty kilo weight. It's only a little bit over, but like I'll I'll have to shave a little bit off this weight, and then suddenly it all collapses because you can't handle it. Yeah,
0: um, I get that. Um... That's
1: my personal feeling about it
0: yeah i think the way they bring stuff back isn't necessarily the worst like you do meet like uh like i mentioned in one of the episodes uh she gives her backup hat to a girl who's also trying to become a witch right and she like, helps her out a little bit mm-hmm. whatever that's a recurring character and i think having recurring characters like that like you meet the the teacher again in a couple episodes and I hmm. think I, okay, I, I get, think that stuff's I, fine. But they don't they don't do anything too hardcore to where they're gonna be like, hey, do you remember this little yeah. detail from this little thing? Like, no, they never do that. It's just kind of like see my here's some things. And I think it's fine I, how I guess they do my, that. Uh huh.
1: I guess my my thing is is just like if like bring characters like that back is like the minimum the the maximum they can do. Yeah. And if they then go, okay, remember this girl that she gave a hat to? Now we have a story about her no and it's they like never the do season that season finale it's like that's a complete tanking of everything no they but never just like, they never do oh that. yeah the teachers come back for it for an episode and like they're just talking or something and it's like okay that's the maximum you can do yeah. without tanking your entire yeah, that's series. what they do but, but anyway
0: my thing i'm not here to def- i i'm not here to defend the show i'm actually not that big of a fan of the show i think the issue is later on which we'll talk about uh when we get to the episode but i think that when they focus on the, wrong the anime.
1: things yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so now that we're fifteen minutes in, mm-hmm. uh, we'll yeah. start describing what happens in the episode. Yeah. Um. So very quickly, we're going to just run through this because, as per usual, there's more to actually interesting talk about what happens in regards to how the story develops, rather than what actually happens in it. So quick, quick catch up. Uh, episode one. We open up on a child that loves to read about uh, third world. Uh, human rights violations because she likes reading about Nike um, <laughs> a great wizard called Nike. Uh, she wants to go to a Nike factory um, and her mother and father are like yeah sure when you grow up sure you can go to a Nike factory whatever um, you can be a witch and fly to the Nike factory um, uh, we she wants cut to make to shoes. the kid being older. Yeah, she wants to make shoes. We cut to her being older now, and now she's an apprentice witch, and she aced her exam, and she's like, all oh, the others were so weak. And her parents are like, uh-huh, um good luck finding a witch to apprentice under. She's like, thanks, Mom and Dad. Uh, and so she goes out to apprentice under a, a witch to become a full witch, but no one wants her. Oh, no. Uh, and then she hears her parents talking about some stardust witch. She's like, maybe she'll have me. So she goes out to find the Stardust Witch, and then she finds her in a field, dancing with butterflies. Um, she's like, maybe this isn't Wee! a good idea. She seems like an idiot. Uh, and the Stardust Witch is like, no, no, I'll, you can apprentice under me, do it, I'll be good. Um, and then it starts, and it's like, okay, um, it's essentially a month of like getting this girl who's named Elena to just do menial tasks like cook food and pull weeds and really menial things like massage and like she's not clearly not learning any magic um and every time she just puts up with it uh she just puts up with it and is like fine whatever like you're the you're the you're the teacher like I would like you to teach me magic but if this is what you want me to do fine whatever uh I I don't have a say in this um And one day, when she's cooking stew for breakfast, or dinner, or whatever, I don't care, uh, the teacher's like, actually, I don't want stew, can you make something else? And Elena's like, uh, fine. And then the teacher's like, okay, now it's time for a task, uh, a test, because clearly you're on the brink of breaking. (laughs) Um, and the teacher's like, okay, here's a test, and they're over a waterfall, and Elena's like, what, what's the test? And she's like, I want you to fight me. And then they have a really cool-looking fight, um, where they mm-hmm. shoot magic at each other and go pew
2: pew 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 and, zap, you,
1: hear, zap, and you hear
0: the starter zap. switch at some point go, Ada ara, <laughs> Ada. A da. Yeah,
1: yeah. The starter it's switch of course goes like
0: Ada ara, Ada, uh, a da. Which, uh, is, Ada
1: is is a is a is a JoJo Ada, reference. Um Fuck you,
2: I, I so- <laughs> will kill you. I will literally murder you. <laughs> it is in fact a JoJo reference. The game is right. So I will
1: Oh, anyway. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, Elena loses, obviously, because she's an apprentice witch, and the teacher comes over and is like, wow, it seems like you're not so special after all, you're just average, you're not even that good. And then Elena obviously starts crying because she's still a child, It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're being so mean to me, and the teacher's like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to make you cry, and it's like, what, you just, what? <laughs> um... And then she's like, "Oh yeah, your parents paid me uh, to to teach you about uh, saying no more." That's right. This anime is actually an ad- anime adaptation of "Say No More," um, <laughs> and she's like, "You need to stick up for yourself and like not let, like not just do what everyone wants you to do. You've been coasting along on talent, but like you need to learn. And in order to learn, you need to learn how to fail as well. And like." accept failure and accept that, like, hey, things aren't gonna go your way, but also you need to learn to stand up for yourself and fight back when, like, someone suggests you do something and you don't particularly want to do it, or it's not fair. Like, hey, make me food and everything. It's like, oh, okay, we have this entire... Uh, Okay, whatever. I think it's a bit clunky, but I mean, it serves the purpose that they wanted it to serve, so whatever. I'm fine with it. Um... Anyway, uh, we go along, and uh, they they have a a wonderful time together. We get a montage of them being like, "Heh magic, ha ha, food," uh, and then she finishes her training, and the, uh, the Stardust Witch is like, "Congrats, you're now a wizard, uh, uh, your witch. Sorry, um, here is your witch mark. Which, okay, really, really quick aside, uh, the witch mark." that's like a badge that they all wear is like the star of David. And it confused the fuck out of the three of us the entire time, because it's like, it, it, it is completely out of place. We looked it up. There's it's purely just from an, a place of ignorance of like, no, 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 we're using it in the past tense of what it used to be in like, like ancient times with like actual like magicians and everything. And it's like, okay, whatever. That's not how this works. But anyway, that's all we're saying about it. Um, uh, and she's like okay now you're a witch uh, you're called the Ashen Witch uh, because Elena has like white smoky type grey hair I <laughs> yeah, guess she's like why are know. you the smartest a- witch uh, she's like
0: cause it sounds cool <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah yeah. she's like <laughs> yeah. Cause it sounds cool um, and she's like okay whatever um, and then she's like bye bye teacher goodbye uh, and then she's gone and then uh, she's like saying goodbye to her parents being like see ya parents I'll be a traveller I'm going to experience the world now. And her parents are like, okay, um, goodbye. And her dad's crying and her mom's like, wow, you know, you're, how are you going to be like when she gets married? And then her dad cries even more and it's really cute. Cause like, it's panned over like photos of him and like the, the family with her, like the mother and the father with Elena, but like a lot of them are just the father and Elena, like showing, it's a really cute little subtle thing of like, Hey, the father has a really, really close relationship with her and he's going to miss her. Um, but anyway, she's off to the Nike factory. Whee! Whee! And that's the end of the episode.
2: Woohoo! Okay, let's go fast. Um, so we see some silhouettes in part four, episode four, and it's a story about a princess who fell in love with a castle cook, and then also she's Pregante. Uh, but Yahweh answers us down so she doesn't know how to Cregnant. deal with it. And then we see plush toys shoveling some coal, and we see the title of the episode, which I didn't catch. And we see Elena... Elena? 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 Elena Elena. Elena flying over the city and it's burned and ruined and that's weird and the Nike factory's really gone downhill so uh, she can't make it to the next town though so she better spend the night here there's a castle that's still standing looks pretty good it's uh, raining ash instead of snow she walks in and there's like this weird magic barrier uh, and she burns the door down and gets inside there's some paintings around and one of the paintings is a real lady who's actually standing there and he's like hi what's up here have tea And my name is Rose, and I don't know what happened to the town. I have amnesia. But here's this letter that someone wrote me that says I'm a princess, and also go look out this window. And you see some flamethrowers, because it's night now. And she uses a a magic binocular, and we see a giant demon named Javelier. Javelier? Javelier. Godzilla. Yes. It's looking like less it's looking for the last person alive to finish the job of killing everybody, but the castle is safe because of the barrier. Also, she needs to kill Javelier and they're both witches, by the way. And she just kind of remembered she's a witch, so she needs to go fight him. And she's like, "Are you going to help me?" And she's like, "Nah, bye." <laughs> and she's like, "All right, I'm going to stay at night in the servant room." Night passes, everything's okay. Elena wakes up. There's bread, and it's tasty, and they have breakfast. She's still not gonna help with the fight though, because she's like the letter might be from someone untrustworthy, we don't know. And the princess is like, listen, I for some reason really trust it. And she's like, alright, fine. Meanwhile, Elena helps move a whole bunch of ash and dirt to make a giant hole using plush toys and stuff, and she's like, I'm the ashen witch, I can do it. And now it's nightfall when she finishes. So Elena's gonna go cook so that the so Marilino can go and merit Mar- Mar- did, did you just make Mur- up <laughs> that name? <meme? laughs> did you just meek it up? What happened there?
1: <laughs> Mur- m- 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 Mirror
2: Rose can go and do the fight Elena's trying to figure out what's Mamba going on five. though and she actually winds up going to watch the fight instead because she has to. So the G- demon is chasing uh, Mira Rose. She's doing a fight. They fly over the hole. It falls in. And she does an absolute fucking murder on it. There's fire. There's ice. There's swords. It gets its head chopped off. Lightning. It's a lot of stuff happening. There's, there's lightning. lightning. That's true. That's true. And then she's like, I just remembered who you are. Ha ha ha. And we see a flashback of someone being burned at the stake. And that's weird. She's like, you're my dad. And cuts its head off. And then... We find out through the story of the silhouette things that apparently she told her father she was pregnant and he was like, Okay, can't have that. Execute that cook, please. And also the child. And she was like, alright, well I'm gonna make your life a living fucking hell. And turned him into a demon so that he would have to deal with the pain that she's dealing at all given times. And the barrier only lets mages in, which is why they were allowed to get in and out. And apparently, also, she wrote the letter to herself. Shocking! And then yeah. we see her, wow. like, cooking some bread and stuff. And Elena's just kind of, like, watching. It really makes you think. And she's just like, what is going on? And then we see Mira Rosa uh, eating at the table and talking to empty chairs because she's gone crazy and ruined her entire character arc. And Elena just leaves.
1: <laughs> yeah, can we can we real quick, like... I, yeah. I liked the story as, like, predictable as it was to a degree, because, like, the minute the letter comes out, it's, like, very obvious. Okay, you wrote the letter. Like, yeah. something is up with you. Like, like, there's clearly something up with this character and something up with it. Like, nothing is as it seems. There's very clearly something mm-hmm. going on. And it's like, okay, we've gotten the twist. And it's like, okay, she's living, like, she's committed... Genocide essentially against mm-hmm. her own people, um, using her father as an act of rage, um, and it's like okay, that's interesting. Now that she's got her memories back, how did how how is she like? What is she now like? Mm-hmm. How does she live with herself? Does she feel regret? Does she does she is she able to live with herself? Oh, she's just crazy now. Yep. It's like, come yeah, come on, that's that's like that's such a cop out. It's yep. like oh she's just crazy we don't get to see anything we don't get to see any proper resolution to the story what we get is we need to end this story now Mm -hmm. and it's like come on yeah no the the
2: cop out just made me really fucking upset
1: (laughs) it kind of soured the episode for me yeah same um like, you could cut it
2: off at the point where it's the silhouettes or just have the silhouettes explain like that she did that and cut it off there and you don't need to see Elena leave or any of that. You don't need to see the breakfast scene. Yeah. You don't need to see her making bread. You could cut it there and it'd be fine.
1: Here's the thing, there's three ways you could do it. You could do that, and you're essentially doing nothing with a resolution, where it's like you kind of leaving it up to the audience to figure out how she deals with it, and sort of opens up the episode to be discussed. Sort of Mm -hmm. like, how do you think she deals with it? How do you think, like, what do you think she does next? Does she go somewhere else? Does she just live there until she dies? What does she do? Or you could go option two, which is what they did, which is, okay, we'll have a definitive ending, but we don't have time to actually have a proper resolution, so we'll do the easiest resolution we can, which is, she's crazy now. Mm -hmm. And then there's a third option, which is, in my my opinion, the best option, which is you make the episode have a poignant message in some way, and you make it a message about grief, and about how we deal with grief, and how grief can make us do horrible things if we don't leave it un like if we don't leave it checked. Like mm-hmm. with the the guise of grief, she killed countless numbers of people, it's like that is a false equivalence. Like 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 what her father did was horrible. Yes. Absolutely despicable. But That doesn't make what she did any better, or any good, or any righteous, or any justified. And it's like, revenge is not a a thing that is um, a
2: good thing. Yeah, revenge revenge at at the end of the day is
1: hollow. It doesn't. It's never justified. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you could have Elena explain that to her in an obvious way, or be like, hey, how are you going to. What are you going to do now? Like, how are you going to live with yourself? Like, and, like, you could have Mirror Rose be like, you could stay here if you want. Like, I. You could. This is a wonderful castle. Like, we could live together and rebuild the city. Like, as if, like, Mirror. uh, Mumbo number five is completely okay with it. She's, Mm -hmm. like, completely. read it through her mind, and she is okay with what she's done and how it's resolved, and she's actually happy. Like, you could have it be like that and then have your reality check, which is our way into the episode, which is Elena, then going, no, I I would never want to stay here, and I hope no one ever comes by here ever again, because you're a monster. Mm-hmm. Like, you think the monster was the guy out there, you're the monster, and yeah, have right. her leave. And then you show... Mambo number 5 either shrugging that off and going, I don't care, or you have her actually, like, have a split second of her going, oh, maybe she's right, and then you cut it. Because then you have an episode that has an impact. It has a story that means something. But if you end it on just, oh, she's crazy now, it kind of means the entire episode was useless and was just here, we're going to throw some stuff in front of you and make you think for a little bit for, mm-hmm. like, five minutes for, like, a 20, 30-minute episode and it, then it, move on it to the It kind next of thing, feels... Which is why it's, like...
2: The ending itself feels like a teenager going, man, isn't this deep? Wow. Sort of mm-hmm. thing. And, and it's annoying. Kind of. And just... It just literally, it's those last, like, minute of this episode is just, like, isn't it so deep? Don't, she makes you think, doesn't it? And it's just like, no, fuck off.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, man, isn't it, isn't it, like, crazy how, like, she remembered everything and, like, her way of dealing with what she's done and she's now crazy and just reliving everything as if nothing's happened. And it's like, dude, dude, that's not as deep as you think it is. And it also isn't as good as you think it is it's a really lazy cop-out ending
2: you know what i actually would probably have loved if we had gone with the idea of like she's killing her dad and she beheads him and then she just like goes quiet and we basically kind of leave her like kind of like for 30 yard stare or whatever it is 60 50 uh, d- d- whatever yeah that kind and of stares. contemplating
1: what she's done yeah and
2: she's yeah. just like, oh God oh
1: fuck it, it to to really sort of put forward to the audience that this is what revenge does to you you get your revenge and instead of expecting the euphoria that you want and have been craving instead you feel hollow and then it suddenly clicks with her I did all this for nothing and that's where you end it you end it on. A, mm-hmm. a a stark message of grief and revenge, and what it actually does to you, and that's it. And then it would be a really nice episode, a really nice episode. And then off next week, our little Elena is off. I don't know, battling Winnie the Pooh or something. Um, yes, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. But it's it, it's like that's my thing. It's like you can do that, and that's where serialized stories really work. You have individual stories with messages and. Either your main character that we have going through it is your, is just the camera and you experience the story, or in a even better version, they are the ones who reinforce the story because, because they're an outsider to this story, they have a galvanized set of morals and principles and they are the neutrality in this case. Yes. They don't have the backstory of being involved in the story. So they are able to go, what you've done, Mumbo number five, is fucking horrible.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
1: you're, you, like, what, what you've done is terrible. Like, you are a monster. That is you. And, and we, it doesn't feel out of place because where we've seen exactly what uh, Elena has seen. So it's like, that's why our serialized stories really work and really shine. Mm-hmm. But this one didn't really want to go there, which is why I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah
0: uh one of my biggest issues with the series overall and we'll really get into that with the next episode discussion is how it how it thinks it's being clever with these twists and then it's like like how it handles twists is really fucking annoying to me and how it thinks the payoff for an episode is a twist and like i said in episode two which we didn't watch the twist is just kind of like oh, we have a protagonist who isn't the hero of the story. You know, we have a protagonist who's just kind of viewing this from the outside. But I- then no. they, they like, try too hard from that point on to make the twists, like, live up to that. When the whole point, the reason why the twist in episode, the quote-unquote twist, I'm saying it. It's not really a twist. It, but the yeah, reason that's really so cool... To see, like, the reason... Because at the end of episode two, you're like, oh, shit. And they want that reaction more, right?
1: They want you to be like, oh, shit. It's very clear they want you to have an oh, shit.
0: Yes, and the issue is they're not good at writing that. What they had before uh, was better. Yeah, it's just kind of like, okay.
1: Can I... Can can I... It's a a two... (laughs) It's a real... I'm going to mention it, because I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to mention, dear. It's a two-part... Because it's a two-part thing. It's that, and also the things they use as twists, they mishandle those concepts horribly. They don't develop them, and they don't handle them with the respect that some of them need to be respected with. Like, this one, it's brought up... Oh, uh... The, the princess uh, Im- got impregnated by a chef that she loved and they wanted mm-hmm. to get married. So uh, the, the king uh, burnt the chef at the stake, oh, also, and killed the child. But anyway, um, and it's like, I'm sorry, what? You just offhandedly mentioned that the king forced an abortion on the princess. Like, mm-hmm. just offhandedly. Yeah. And it's like, this is a concept that you cannot just offhandedly mention. And right. the next episode also deals with that in a different way where it's like, yeah. you cannot just casually drop these things in and not give the audience like room to breathe with it and give it the respect and thought and actual, actual thought in writing how this actually affects the story and how this actually works in a story. But before I get to it, did you want to add anything to you? Uh,
2: so we know I'm dumb and potato for brain, right? Um, can I, can I say that these kinds of twists are the ones that I don't get? <laughs> so,
1: I how, how so? When you mean don't get? I
2: didn't get them until y'all were like, y'all, were, y'all pretty much were like yeah, no, like that twist was so obvious I was like, yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe saying the twist is obvious isn't right, but it's like the twist isn't satisfying. Like it's okay. not satisfying to uh, be yes. like okay. Oh, oh, it, the the Godzilla was actually the king all along. It's like the the problem is you haven't set it up to be that satisfying because mm-hmm. we know nothing about the king. We know yes. nothing about the king beforehand. So it's like actually it was the king of the land the whole time and it's like okay how is that like obviously there's the the implication like he's the one that destroyed everything but it's like he could have been a terrible king for all we know. He could yes. have been a tyrant and th- and like this is just a reflection of his personality taken to an extreme. Like he was he was a dictator and it's resulted in him turning into this Godzilla like monster destroying his town well, literally. They they it's did like,
0: exp- they actually explain what the demon thing does. Like, they explained that uh, it basically takes him... Like, that he's seeing through the demon's eyes, that he's aware that he is the demon, oh, yeah, but yeah. that he can't control I, I mean,
1: before he becomes the demon. I mean, before he becomes the demon. They Like, yeah. like when they say, like, oh, he's the demon, and, like, he... Whether the king wants to eat the, the his uh, subjects right. or not, the monster will. And it's like, okay, but for the, the twist to be satisfying... You need I to set see that what up you're saying. before see, you reveal okay. it. I see what you're saying. Like
2: I, like I guess like my you, biggest but, thing is. But also is you like... fall
1: into a pr- you fall into a problem where it's like the where it's like you set that up and it becomes even more obvious what the twist is going to be. Where it's like, oh, welcome to Starland, where the king is the nicest king in the universe. And okay, it's like then you I... see this Godzilla like monster and it's like, okay. It's a bit obvious what's going on. Okay, I'm sorry,
2: I legitimately thought it might have been her lover for a while. The king may have turned him into a demon.
1: No, 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 here's the thing. I thought it was her lover at first, too. Because I was like, out of the information we've been given, and I'll be honest, I completely forgot the storybook thing in the beginning about the uh, uh, the princess being impregnated. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, is it her lover? Like, did is this just a jealous lover sort of thing? Like, what are you going for here? Um, and then it was like the king, and it's like, okay, that makes sense. It isn't satisfying, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's when I that's when I say like the twist is obvious. I don't mean it was obvious that it was the king from the get go, but it was obvious that it was something related to her from the get go. Where it's like, well, okay, yeah, there's a letter and they say that it's like, like, the, the thing out there is connected to the reason why she has amnesia and why she's in this castle. And it's like, okay, so obviously someone very, either very close to her or she herself wrote this letter because as they're describing it, she's like... I know, I know it's uh, uh, very evil because I can feel it. I can feel the hatred in this letter. Like I can feel how they've written it. It's like, okay, this ep- this <laughs> this person has not been established to be like a credibly incredibly empathic person. So it's like, it must just be her who's written it. And well, then it's yeah. like, okay, the. Godzilla must be related to her in some sort of fashion because it's connected and it's like, okay, with the information we've been pre- presented, what could it be? And it's like, lover or father? And it's like, okay, uh, what's the reason for the father? And it's like, okay, if that's the reason you're going for that for Godzilla being her father and she turned him into it, that's a that's a, a good reason that you could have a really satisfying ending o- with it. Okay, then,
2: okay. Uh, I,
1: I, because it's a, a story then about revenge.
2: I guess my biggest thing is I'm just saying, like, it was fine for me. Like, there are parts that bothered me, but, like, I feel like I'm at, like, a two and you guys are at, like, a six on being annoyed by it. And I'm just like, nah <laughs>
0: um, I <laughs> want to say I, I like this episode, and I wouldn't say the the twist ruined it for me uh i just no, right. think they this i i i guess this episode to me was like the beginning of what made me not like the show it's not that i didn't like this episode it's the what happened as a result of like this episode is kind of yeah made not like it um because i feel like yeah, i feel like, like if like, you look at this episode and then you look at the next episode we watch you can definitely like connect a lot of lines
2: where it's like oh yes. okay
1: like okay, let's just so, get into the next like, episode i think before we before before we get into the next episode i just want to like clarify i it, the twist didn't ruin the episode for me and it wasn't ruined for me the thing that ruined the episode for me and retroactively made the twist boring was that was non- her... nonsensical she's crazy now ending it's like yes. okay you've just retroactively made your twist boring Mm -hmm. Because it's like, instead of having a satisfying ending and point to, like, instead of having an actual point to the king being Godzilla and actually running with it and going with the consequences of it, you've disregarded the consequences of it as just, she's crazy. And it's like, you have just ruined it in a sense. It's like, instead of this being a really good episode, it's now just... It's okay. It's fine. It's, like, I love the visuals of it. The story is decent, and it's, like, pretty, pretty pretty okay to good until you get to the end, and then it's like, yeah, whatever, let's move to the next episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... (sighs) Uh, we're gonna put a real quick content warning up for this one, because we're gonna need to discuss some things in this. Um... Uh, (laughs) there's gonna be discussion of abuse. Uh sexual abuse of a minor and uh, familial abuse in any sort of context. I say the content warning not because the episode is about it, but like the previous episode where they sort of drop in, like, hand wave away, like, Oh, by the way, also the king forced an abortion on the princess. They do that in this as well. And it's enough to be like, you guys really don't know what you're actually writing here. Um, and it really annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, now we'll get to it. Uh, I'll try and put a timestamp to when we finish talking about it. If not, sorry, uh, we might, it might... Persist. We'll try and contain it to one uh, little section. But okay, so Elena is in some clock town, uh, a town with a clock, and she's in the square, sitting down, and she's hungry and out of money. She's uh, uh, suddenly a letter flies by her leg, and it's like, "Hey, want to make real quick money? Uh, uh, Lots of money in a real quick time span. I need I need a witch to help me out." And she's like, "Okay, cool." She shows up, and they're like, "We're Uh, making NFTs." (laughs) <laughs> We're making <laughs> NFTs, and she's like, "I need the money. Fuck it." Um, and so, uh, and, and so, uh, Elena goes to this uh witch's house. Her name is Estelle, uh, and she's like, "Hey, uh, I need you to help me. Um, do, like this job. Like, all you need to do is just accompany me somewhere." And Elena's like. I don't, I don't, like, I don't really care, like, what's the pay? All she really cares about is the money, and Estelle's just like, wow, well, you care, you don't even really care about the job, you just care about the money, okay, whatever. That cuts out, like, again, if this was a worse anime, you would have, once Elena realizes what Estelle wants her to do, you have a moral quandary of, like, five to ten minutes of, do I want to do it, should I do it, is it right to do it? That's all cut out of this, which I like. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Just let's so, go. So it turns out the job is the job is Estelle uh, wants to go back in time ten years because her best friend when she was younger, her best friend's parents were murdered in an in a robbery, and then uh, her best friend was then moved to her uncle, her uncle's house, and her uncle abused her, and she killed her uncle. She stabbed him and and killed him and became. I think it's like the second street killer or something and became a serial killer that uh, just went on to kill people constantly to the point where Estelle had to track her down and execute her to stop her killing other people. She wanted to try and rehabilitate her. She wanted to try and make her, f- like, repent and try and heal her. But she realized it was too late and she couldn't do anything and she was forced to execute her best friend. So, she wants... Elena to uh, escort her back ten years because she spent been spending time building up her magic in order to essentially build a time portal to go back. The th- trade-off is, in order to use magic in this, there needs to be some sort of sacrifice or trade-off. Like, uh, for instance, Estella's using her blood and just her general magic in order to create enough magic as a pool in order to cr- to create this portal, but you can use anything. It could be, like, memories or such, it could be blood, it could be, like, another person's magic, etc, etc. Um, which led to Spooky and I sort of having a realisation of, like, you could sacrifice your memories of pizza and then <laughs> use those memories to power something, and then you'd get to experience pizza for the first time again, mm-hmm. and then again just sacrifice those memories, and it'd be, like, the best thing ever. Hell yeah. um, but anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, They get a ring uh, for Estelle and Elena, a ring that shares their magic, because Elena is completely drained of magic at this point, because she spent it all building this portal. Uh, And so if they wear the ring, they can share magic, so uh, Estelle uses some of Elena's magic to fight back, because her plan is to go back ten years ago and stop the robbery from happening, and punish the robber for essentially sending Estelle down this path... Yep.
2: Estelle is the second witch we've met that their entire witch name is just based on their hair color. <laughs>
1: Estelle's a color? Yeah, well, no, they
2: were the lavender
1: witch. Because oh, they had right. lavender They're fucking, right. fucking hair. Oh. Oh, I didn't see her witch yeah, name. That's, <laughs> right. that's, that's great. Yeah. I kind of love that. Um, <laughs>
2: anyway. Uh,
1: but anyway, her, her, she she goes back, Estelle's like, I want to go back to prevent uh, Selena, who's the best friend, from going down this path. Uh, So they go back in time, and then we have a very quick moment that makes the episode not fall apart. And it is an explanation of how their time travel works, and why they're doing it. So, as they're flying around looking for the robber, looking for the location, whatever, um, uh, Elena's like, wait, how does this work? Like, if we change things now, won't it, like, change us? Like, how do we go back? And Estelle's just like, listen... It's like this. We go back to the original point and stop the rubber. It creates a new timeline where Selena is fine and everything's good. We won't be on that timeline because that's not how our time travel works. We'll be back in our timeline when we're zooped back to the present. But uh, it, another timeline will be created. And Elena's like, wait, so what? Th- what's the point in us going back in time if we're not actually changing anything? Which... Is what I would have brought up if they didn't introduce the very next line, which is Estelle saying, listen, it's not going to change anything materially or in reality, but I need to do this for me. Like, I need to know that I've done as much as I can Mm -hmm. to save her. I just want to know that there is a reality out there where she is okay and she is being able to live without becoming this horrible serial killer. And it's like, cool, that's all you need to do. You don't need to, like, that's all we need about the time travel, is you explain how the time travel works, and then you, because of the explanation, revealing a major plot hole in the motivation of the story, you then plug that hole, and we're moving on. So, uh, boy. um, Estelle, as she's flying after this, then C spots Selina down below as a younger child, and is like, oh man, uh, I'm, I've completely broken down. Uh, I've started <laughs> hugging her, Estelle's like, i love you i've missed you and selena's like who are you are you a pervert um Uh, one or two uh and estelle's like oh sorry i'm from the future and selena's like ha okay and then runs away um estelle and elena get their plan in action from here on out so um i don't did you okay i i have to ask before i start explaining what happens Am I correct in saying that you actually guessed the twist of this one as well, dear? Because I'm pretty sure you said it as well when I was okay, like, oh, so I wow, didn't, she doesn't realize. I
2: didn't. Um, I, okay. I thought because the picture that they took of the quote unquote murderer in the newspaper yep. looked like Estelle. I was like, oh, Estelle is the one that's just going to murder everybody.
1: Okay, so you were thinking that Estelle had ulterior motives. Yeah. Okay. Cause I thought, I thought when I was like, oh, she doesn't realize what's like, what the actual, who the actual killer is and what actually happened. I thought I heard you say, yeah, yeah, she doesn't realize that like, she's the actual killer. But I realized yeah. now you meant Estelle. Um, so.
2: Well, it was because, it was because uh, her uh, hair matched the, the, the picture of the killer in a hood. That's all.
1: <laughs> I guess, yeah. So, Estelle. Uh, goes to uh, Selena's parents in the house and is like, hey, uh, I am Estelle's older half-sister. You need to come with me right now, uh, because of explanation to do with Estelle. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, And so they leave, and Elena's like, cool, uh, that'll keep him out. All we need to do now is wait for Estelle to come back, and then wait for the robberer, robberer, the robber, and we can uh, fight him, and then be done with this. And then as Elena's sitting there, she's like, Wait a minute, her family, her parents were killed with, like, several stab marks, like, what, it doesn't seem right that a robbery would, like, someone who's robbing a house would, would do that, it seems more like someone who would stab them multiple times would do so out of a grudge, and then her ring lights up, representing that, um, uh, Estelle is using her magic, it's like, oh, Estelle must be fighting someone, huh, I, I'll walk there, because I hope things, it's resolved by then, um. And she gets to the location where Estelle is, and this is when the twist is, the first twist anyway, is that Selena was actually the killer all along. Um, She murdered her parents, um, and then, so this is what the content warning is for, um, she murders her parents because in a single offhanded sentence, um, she says it was because her father was molesting her and her mother was jealous. Mm-hmm. and so she killed them and she realized she liked killing so she just didn't ever stop um
2: and that was the whole thing that was just glanced over and it was a
1: lot to put it lightly mishandled and yeah uh incredibly insensitive and like the previous episode, it has this weird through line of, like, someone going through something incredibly traumatic and having something awful happen to them, and the story turns them into a crazy monster. Yep. Yes. And it's like, the fact you're doing this makes me feel like you don't understand what you're actually writing. Mm-hmm. Because two people in these stories that we've seen so far where have had Horrific things happen to them. And as a result, they have gotten revenge and become crazy, murderous psychopaths as a result. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe that's not a smart idea to make these characters that. Um, but uh, Estelle is on the ground, obviously betrayed and stabbed by Selena And um, uh, Elena's like, oh god. Like, you were the killer all along, etc. And Selena goes, like, I just like killing. Like, I'm not going to stop. I just love it so much. Here I go, killing again. <laughs> and rushes towards Elena. But then Estelle gets up and, and throws barrels at Selena and knocks her against the wall. And Selena has a almost decent sort of scene of her... Uh, realizing that selena has been manipulating her and lying to her her entire life like she wasn't actually best friends with selena she selena was just using her and was just keeping her around because why not um and and this entire time estelle has been feeling guilt and incredible upset over selena's death and fall into this psychopathic murder when it's been revealed actually she was just like that all along and it wasn't her uncle that caused her to do that because they're implying that Selena actually enjoyed what her father did to her. Yeah. Um because of like the the way Estelle talks about it and also the fact that Selena was like, and my mother was jealous. Like jealous that her father was spending more time being sexual with Selena than her own, you know. Why? Well, she so said that like,
2: the
0: mom this inc- beat her out of jealousy. I don't think it implied she enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't think the mum enjoyed it, but I, I think it's no. Like I'm saying the I don't think was... it
0: implied that because you said that it implied Selena enjoyed it, right? Or did I misunderstand? In,
1: in a sense, yeah. But if if this if they're saying if they if they're going purely with just um just that like it, it's because of the way Selena said it is like it's half the things she's saying is like in a in a ha 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 I'm crazy sort of right. like voice, but also it's like she's telling things that she's telling straight, but also mm-hmm. in a way where it's like she's telling it in a humorous way where it's like her version of telling it straight is actually how she's acting right now. So it's like, oh, it's because this happened to me and then my mum beat me because she was jealous. And it's like, you don't... it, It sort of gives a sense of like, either selena is actually kind of lying about some aspects of it or she's telling the truth and she kind of relishes it in a way yeah because she's a crazy psychopath I and so it's like that they
0: yeah. just tried i think the point of that was more like oh haha my life sucked really fucking bad and they were just trying too hard to make it edgy i don't think she actually can like <sighs> Just because it's like a it's like a thing in stories yeah. like that where the mom will blame the child instead of the of the significant other, so I think that's what she meant by it. Like that happened, like the mom was like, "Oh, it's like, I don't know." It's like a common thing you see in 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 stories like this where they'll be like, "Your father did this to you because you seduced him." You're you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, it's your I fault. Mean. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And,
1: and, and, and sort of my thing is, like, that's that's what she says. And it's like, I think there's truth to it, where it's like, that's what the writers have gone with, where it's like, that's why the mother had to die as well, because the mother beat up the child, because mm-hmm. she was jealous in a way. But it's like, to me, when I hear that, mm-hmm. it's like, especially coming from the way Selena said it, it's like, the mother was jealous, mm-hmm. but also the the way that selena said it sort of implies that she was like prideful in the fact that the mother was jealous like I'm, i like, i think that's so a lot of reading through the lines.
2: lines
0: yeah i would argue honestly and this is going to be straight i i would argue that that would be the case if this was something that was written better <laughs> and not better in the sense of the like problem is, better like it, you know what i mean like good but better as in like the sense of it, i don't think this story is written well enough better. to i don't think this story is and, written and, and, in depth enough to be able to pull something like that off i think it was literally just lol she's out of her mind look at her haha ha, edgy she's crazy and that was like about mm-hmm. it like i don't think there was anything else to it
1: yeah and And, and the thing, the thing to me is like, that's where it just completely, it's already completely fallen apart, but it's like digging through the debris of this episode to figure out specifically like how, like, this is not salvageable in any sort of sense. Like there is a way you could have written this story, but it involves a complete rewrite of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, first of all, it would probably take two stories to tell it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's like, you have another character that has gone through intense trauma and grief be devolved yes. into a villainous character. And it's like, the the questions arise from that. Uh, the first one being, what are the writers trying to tell us about this? Mm-hmm. And the second question, which kind of prefaces the first question, is... Did they actually mean to tell us this? And it's like in this one they're telling us, okay, Selena either Selena was just always a murderer or her parent her father molesting her and her mother beating her up because of it is what caused her to be a murderer in which case that is a really terrible thing to say. Yeah. And also, you then have a magical fight with said character, where it's like, you've just created a incredibly sympathetic villain, because you've given them intense trauma that has manifested in a certain way, and you've essentially just gone, okay, this character now needs to die, and it's justified in killing them. And it's, like, they are a monster. I mean, look at them. Look at what they've done. And the problem is you need to, like, in a a sort of real-world capacity, it's like, yes, what they've done is terrible, and they need to atone for that, but to blame them fully for it is incredibly misguided. And incredibly terrible and really horrific to do mm. so what happens in the story is they have uh, estelle have this sort of emotional like you were a monster all along uh, i'm going to kill you and and elena's like no we can't kill her now she's like th- it isn't her fault like she we, like don't do this like we need to there is a better way of doing this rather than killing her. So Elena takes off the ring, so Estelle can't use her magic anymore, meaning she won't be able to kill Selena. But she takes off the ring, and Estelle has pulled out the photo of her and Selina, and it's revealed that she's now using her memories of Selena in order to kill Selena. She's like, I don't care if I don't remember you anymore, you deserve to die for this. And we get the scene of the clock striking 12, the head of Selena popping off in with a permanent disfigured joker grin on her face uh, because she's gone just completely mad with bloodlust and then we cut back to the future um, Estelle is really in a bad place but i think she'll recover because she seems to be talking in murmurs i mean she doesn't remember selena at all
0: anymore elena doesn't (laughs) remember selena Mm -hmm.
1: anymore and elena's just like i've got to get out of here she writes a letter and just leaves and drops the money on the ground like knocks the table over with the money she doesn't even grab the money she just leaves because the story has impacted her so much and that's where the episode ends. Yeah, it she like it's like a breakdown.
2: Like, Whoa, Does Alina um, not die?
1: No oh no, Estelle doesn't die. Stel- I don't think Estelle dies because she sits around no. the stool and She's, then she's
2: literally like, like bleeding at the out.
0: No, this, I don't think. It's, I actually, I guess you could I argue. I, I guess you could argue that it leaves it kind thing. of up in the air. You don't actually get a shot of Estelle
1: after they come back. You just yes, have you Estelle
0: do. Being like, no, 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 you wait, do. she's you in do? the you do, chair bleeding out.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think I don't know if she's actually bleeding. That's the thing. It's not she's literally soaked she's in blood because dead, she was stabbed. She, it, that's the thing, though, is you don't know if she's sitting there dying out or if she's. Like, the wounds have have, uh, closed, and she's laying there with all this blood on her, and she's like, she'll recover, but in the moment, she's still near death, and it's like, she's asking these questions, like, who's this person in, like, the equivalent of, like, someone who's woken up after a car crash in hospital, like, they're dazed, and they, they don't know what's going on, and they're asking sort of questions. It's like, you don't know if that's the truth? Or if she's just dead in a chair after this conversation, the problem is the story is terribly written. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I
0: think not knowing it, if she lives or not is
1: a big.
0: I don't think knowing if she lives or not that's is a big deal, but everything that it's up not a big that, deal. Yeah.
1: But they 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 put it in a way where it's like it's kind of like you're meant to know whether she's alive or dead, mm. and it's like you haven't done a good job of telling us which it is, though. And it's like, is that important, though? And it's like, I don't think it is, but your mind is thinking about it because it's the only thing in the finale that was kind of left unanswered. And so it's like, is she alive? Is she dead? I don't know. See, I just kind of, when I watched it
0: the first time, I didn't even question. I just kind of was like, okay, she's alive. Like, I didn't even think, I I didn't have a second thought about it. Although, well, I'll talk about how I was after this episode in a second. (laughs) I want to talk about this, Uh, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, so real quick, Um, do either of you want to discuss any more of the things that we had a content warning for or do you want me to bring people back
0: I'm good I think that that what I what I'm going to say I can say without bringing it up so if I refer to it I'll I'll just just say yeah I'll just say like the things we talked about in the content warning like I won't say anything specifically yeah just
1: allude to it but don't actually talk about it it's okay so everyone welcome back sorry about that everyone who was listening along also sorry about that um okay just sorry. everyone in general final... sorry about that
0: yeah sorry about so that.
1: anyway final um, final thoughts what were you saying spooky i
0: just wanted to say my overall when i watched this series and i just want to talk about i guess episode nine in particular uh because i watched epi- i watched episode nine and i literally dropped my score instantly because <laughs> when i started the show and i watched the first episode yeah. i was like okay, hell yeah, this is cool. And then I watched the next couple and I was like, hey, this is gonna be like an 8, maybe a 9. And then, like, I watched more and I was like, eh, okay, maybe like, maybe like a 7 or an 8. And then I watched 9 and I was like, fuck this shit. This is a fucking, like, 6. And it falls into, it falls into the issue that I have with a lot of shows, which is it confuses edgy with like meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it takes yes, this dark That is
1: its big problem. Yeah, it
0: takes this dark, edgy thing and is like, haha, look, this is deep, right? And it's like no, I'm I'm five you. and
2: this is deep.
0: Yeah, and it's like as Exactly. And I'm someone who I like tragedy, I like I like dark themes, I like dark shit in my series. And I think there's a good way to write that, right? This is not it. This is not it at all. And when I was watching episode nine, I was like, already, man, that ending. Because I was already not super into the episode. And then uh, the part where she talks about the things we mentioned in the content warning, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is the route we're going. And whenever she, like, turns with her fucking Joker smile- And Mm -hmm. then after the fight with her and Estelle, I've, like, literally, when she turned with her stupid Joker smile, I rolled my eyes. And then there was the fight with her and Estelle. And if you could have seen how fucking, like, numb I was by the end, like, how much I didn't care. Like, you're sitting there discussing, like, well, at the end, is Estelle alive or not? I literally had checked out so hard that I was like, I don't give a fucking shit. (laughs) Like, I was so angry about the episode. I was like, this is the most... Like, I I was so mad because it was a a thing that I thought I was going to enjoy with a a main character that I liked, with a side characters that I liked that had kind of an interesting little thing going for it. And then it was like, hee hee ha ha, what if, like, it's real fucking shitty edgy, though? And then I was like, okay, fuck this, I'm done. Like, it handled it so poorly. It was, like, unfucking real It was edgy for the sake of being edgy, and that's, like, basically all they had go. Like, that's what they did, you know? It, It was just- here's character went through shit, haha, ha, they crazy, haha, ha, they kill. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, it's like on the same level as like, fu- like another, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, here's a bunch of fucking shit happening, haha, yeah. ha, it's throw-edgy, right? It's the cool. Prob-
1: the main problem being that this anime has such a beautiful production to yeah. it mm. that alludes to a better written yes. anime. Whereas another... Looks, haha! Chandelier ha, fell and is... killed
2: people, huh? Yeah. An- another
0: also is like ten years older than the show, Spoilers for another show. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
1: yeah, no. Oh it's yeah, like... you want to mention this came out in twenty, yeah, this came out in
0: twenty twenty, and this is the plot we're working with. It was just like fucking, like we're not, we're not talking yeah. about
1: like mid two thousands terrible edgy writing. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like terrible edgy writing in twenty twenty, where it's like this is like writing these themes this way in a story. Mm-hmm. Why? Like this is this isn't just own up to like a product of its times. Like yeah. oh they're using like gay slurs and everything in it. It's like it's a product of, it's still shitty, but it's a product you could argue it's a product of its times. Like, no, this is shit where it's like if you're going to have someone write with this sort of subject material, you need them to A, understand what that subject material is and what it does to a person. But also, B, you need to actually make sure they're writing it with reverence and respect to what that sort of subject material is. Mm-hmm. And you're not writing stories where your, uh, your your characters who have these sympathetic, horrifically traumatic events happen to them become villains. Sympathetic villains, but also irredeemable, psychopathic yeah. Serial killing villains. Yeah. Genocidal m- villains. It's like, what you're saying with this is shit that would be said in the 90s unironically, and you're writing it in a story where the production value demands better quality.
0: Yeah, And it's like, there are so many little stories that they don't, they don't try too hard to be like this dark edgy, like they're just like fun. And those are like fun uh those end up getting kind of out of hand too they just really went down like this a big issue is every episode they're like we need to outdo the last one that was like this and then it ends up just being like this trash um and it yeah like it, it fell down the edgy for the sake of being edgy hole that i hate more than fucking anything like it made me so mad um See so yeah, I was like completely like I think if I remember correctly there was like one episode after this one that I liked and then so it was like cuz it was like 12 episodes right and I think there was one more that I was like okay that was a good episode um and yeah, yeah it was just like man
1: it's like i honestly the the more I talk about this and the more I talk about like the episodes we watched uh-huh. the more I realized I, I didn't like this one bit yeah like I, I it has potential and it's like it could have been a decent serialized anime yeah. which is like okay that's cool it's it's like random random individual stories that are not connected or have very very loose connections uh... Where it's like, okay, it's just our main character going to this story and learning it. It's like, okay, that is interesting, that is fun. It's not going to stick with me; I'll forget about it. But while I'm watching it, and in, in the week that I'm watching it or whatever, it'll be interesting. And it'll be it'll it'll make me feel good to be like, oh, it's interesting to think about this story and yeah. this story. But the stories they've told make me upset at it. Because it's like it's like uh, seeing a mansion on a on a on a on a street, and being invited into that mansion for a party, and you rock up in your in your formal sort of wear, and you walk through the doors, and on the other side is a is a two star motel mm-hmm. of the doors, and it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Like you promised you promised a mansion, and now you're giving me poorly developed poorly maintained kind of garbage yeah. like in 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 retrospect like like the story up to a point is okay to decent to good but because of the specific elements they add in and because of the specific way they handle those elements it tanks the entire thing yeah and it's like what are you doing yeah
0: and like and I took this when I watched it on a very episode by episode basis so it's like like I said, I gave it a 6 because I really liked the first 3 episodes. And then I was okay with the fourth one. And then it's like throughout there were I never I it never hit episode 1 again for me, which is a huge fucking issue, right? Um or episode 3. Mm-hmm. It never it never did that again once. I think episode 1's the best episode in the series. Um and then it's like the rest it was like there were some where I was like either either this is just kind of boring and I don't really care or like, like there were a couple that I was like, okay, that one was pretty good. Um, which is the only reason I gave it slightly above an average. And, like I said, I thought the first three episodes at least did something interesting. But yeah, I don't know. The, there's just those few episodes and, um... I didn't really think about it too much with four, but with nine... I specifically wanted to show you guys nine. Because nine was the episode where I was like, okay. <laughs> like... That was the one where I, that was the one where I was like, there's absolutely nothing redeemable about this episode at all. Like, 100%. I hate this. Yeah. So.
1: So. So, yeah. What do you think, dear? Six. Final thoughts?
2: I, I legitimately, like, I liked it somewhat. It'd be something I might watch, but then, like, the more we talked about it, the more I was just like, oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, 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 so it, it's it's kind of like for you, it's watchable, but you're not gonna like. It, it, it'll be something you put on as background noise. Yeah, I. It, I it's not gonna be something that you're gonna. You're, it's not gonna be something that you're gonna put on and be like, oh, actually, hang on, I can't work while I'm watching this because I kind of want to pay attention because it's interesting. Oh yeah, it's no, just like, it'll, I, I, it's something to watch. Made it. As, I
2: wrote it as a six for a reason.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Personally, I would say. uh two or a three. The only thing propping it up from being a zero is the production value of it mm-hmm. and the premise of a a really interesting premise of a a serialized magical anime where the main character is purely just your camera. Like that is such an interesting premise and there is so much you can do with it, but yeah. they squander it and the things they do right with it uh lazy offensive and 14 and I'm deep yeah yeah it's it's just it, it's just utter trash like you want you want like this is beautiful trash someone has gotten a trash can and put absolute garbage in it but has made the trash can a 40 karat gold trash mm-hmm. can
2: mm-hmm. like
1: it's beautiful, but it's still a trash can at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd say probably a two, a two. just because like the sour taste of like not one but two episodes having the exact same yeah. sort of messaging when it comes to these so, so traumatic events makes me think like how many other episodes have very similar ones too. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's the thing. Actually, I am th- going to be real. I think these are kind of the only two that do, if I remember. Uh, no. I watched this recently, and I but I just kind of like skimmed it because I had watched it obviously last year, so I just kind of like skimmed mm-hmm. through. But uh, I think these, are, I think I accidentally picked two because I forgot episode four ended that way, one hundred percent. Uh, because I just kind of skimmed and was like, oh yeah, that's this episode, and then forgot it ended that way. So I think I just accidentally showed you the two that were like that message. My <laughs> so, my thing is,
1: I'm kind of glad you. Yeah. did Yeah because it's two examples of the exact same thing that drives home what my problem is with the writing yeah. to its core, yeah. is that it uses elements and 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 symbolic sort of meanings and shorthands without properly addressing them and without yeah. properly giving them the sort of respect and thought that you need to have with these types of elements. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't don't watch this unless you're really curious to to like what we're talking about, yeah. um, Man. and just know what you're getting. Should in have for. showed you guys
2: the foot fetish episode.
1: Is that your favorite one? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, Don't
2: come on, spooky. You have to, but at no, some time you have a foot fetish. No, I don't. I hate them. But anyway, mm, spooky. I'm and pretty. Like sh- no, I was no. gonna say I'm pretty sure you do, just because everything I've heard about you is about Shadows' feet. Oh my god! But so... no, there's, there's like an
0: episode where they're like, I. They're like making one, and they're like, I want a beautiful woman to step on these grapes. Hmm. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. It's one of the weirdest episodes where I was like, okay. <laughs> And that's, like, the extent of it. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna, like, like, I'm watching this. This is a thing that exists. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, so, yeah. The Wondering Witch. The Journey of Elena. Uh... The Journey Far oh, Away no, from
2: this anime. Goodbye. goodbye. We're leaving.
1: <laughs> Here we go. We're going Bye. away. We're,
2: goodbye. We're
1: going away. Go- goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, anime goodbye shitty anime
0: goodbye goodbye everybody listening Bye. love you
2: goodbye shitty anime i
0: don't